0: B Hunt, aka the silent Prophet, along with my co host Big Country.
1: What's good, people?
0: Top so notch. Sure. Uh how's your day been, fam? Huh, not day, not a doubt. As always, you know, trying to handle business and live this thing called life. I agree. I'm trying to handle business this thing called life too. Life is a little difficult. It's always a little difficult. But I'm gonna fix it. Yeah. Some point I don't well, know. Well they say that's part of the journey. Yeah, you know it's a journey. Sometimes you don't like the journey, That's but true. you know, hey, the destination is where you're trying to get to. The Destination is what I'm trying to get to. I'm gonna figure it out. Once I get there, I'm gonna let everybody know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go that way. Yeah. There's gotta be a shortcut to this. Yeah. You, ever th- you ever think it was because we didn't listen to our parents sometimes? No. I you listen. don't think you don't ever think so? I listened, man. So everything your parents said, you did. I ain't do everything they said. Because the only reason course, I say that is because look at it now, we went through a lot of things and we'll tell our kids, hey don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. But what ends up happening a lot of times, people don't go down that road. So you think ain't you listen to everything your parents said? Well, if they told me not to go, I definitely did not go. Uh-huh. Now certain things, we gotta be realistic, you know. Maybe like don't i not to be out here messing with these fast girls. Look, life, <laughs> life. Um, Everybody parents said that, but I don't know why they said that. Hey, if you were out there messing with them fast girls, what make you think, I don't want to be out here yeah, messing like, with them fast girls? I, I ain't trying to go speeding, but I do want to be in the fast lane sometime. Yeah. In certain cases. Well, I slowed up until people kept on trying to make me stop. It was like, hold up, hold up. I'm not in the fast lane, but I'm not going to park. Yeah, I want to be on the highway, though. Like, I got somewhere I'm going with this. And how my mom used to set up, she would try to make you park. she throw away your magazines, throw away all your protection, all that kind of stuff. Oh, I'll get in the stop. And that just made me want to go faster. Yeah, that, then it makes you a reckless driver. Yeah. Like, you throw away in protection. You made me a reckless driver, man. Like. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Uh, no, let me keep the seatbelts in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and, Respect. And I just, I just want to go a little fast sometimes, but I'm gonna slow down. I'm not like I said, I'm not regular. Yeah, you know, I'm not driving under the influence. Understand, and but that's I true. Am but it just get to that point where you like, man, if you if you keep on pressing this brake, it's like that person in the passengers see, keep telling you how to drive. Do you want to get out and drive? Yeah. But then you're like, hold up, you got your own car. That's You drove that. your car the way you want to drive it. Let me drive my let's car. It is. this. I feel you. But, well, while we diving into parenthood, shoot the breeze. What are the joys of being a father? And how do you how did you navigate the transition to fatherhood and the changes it brings to a man's life? Mm. Well, I'm going to be honest. My main thing is, and I tell a lot of people this, my children changed me. And they changed me for the best because I was more selfish. Don't get me wrong. When it was me and my girlfriend, Me and my, now me and my wife. But in the beginning, it was like, okay, you know what? Try to make her happy a little bit. But I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to move how I want to move. I, I'm going to go to that club. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go party. Like, oh, I could go trick off my money as long as I got rent paid. Yeah. Once rent's paid, everything else I ain't really worried about right now because I'm like, I'm good. Like, I got gas and I got rent. That's it. But when I became a father, it made me look at things in a new perspective and have priority. What needs to be done? What needs to be taken care of? Hey, you can't go do that. Hey, your children need these things. And not even just need, but your children want them things. So it makes me look at how I move from another way. Right. It's like in the best interest of my family, not in the best interest of me. Right. How I moved is, so when I was younger and I didn't have kids, I definitely moved in the present family. Day to day, I'm just on this grind. I, I, I was so busy just getting by and accepting what came. Yeah. where i didn't really i'm gonna be honest i didn't really have a lot of thought process going into what the future would look like yeah when you get a kid you're looking directly at the future that's how i feel it's just i'm looking directly at the future they are your future they the future like when i'm gone lord what well, you're gonna be here so you gonna you know have to traverse this land on your own yeah and my job is to prepare you for the future you know, cause my future will be their present. Like, yeah. Okay. Maybe the cars fly. They say there's gonna fly in all the time, but you know, yeah. we I ain't gonna hold nobody against ain't <laughs> gonna put no pressure on nobody. However, you know, I'm trying to prepare you for a world that I, I don't know what it's like. Like, I don't know what's to come. I'm a, we was born in the eighties, raised in the nineties. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We had the technology boom. We went from Nokia bricks to iPhones, to tablets. We went from... Uh, A-Track to A- actually having to, to being able to listen to it just on your earphones. Yeah. We went from... You had to go to the strip club. Now the strip club and come to your, your front door on your screen. Like, yeah. everything is... Blockbuster advanced. video to streaming services. Yeah we've transitioned a lot as just people and trying to update ourselves and be current enough to educate our kids so that when they get to that space, they won't be behind so that they can hopefully do what I just did even better. Yeah, Because, you know, like if you start looking at yourself from a, a stat standpoint and my way, I want to be financially. No. Am I want to be, uh, as far as housing and this and that. No. and my way, I want to be as just a man. Or am I how I want to be when it comes to my spiritual and church life? I'm I'm so far behind on so many things, trying to play this catch up game. And you know, nobody's really gonna judge you for that because they understand you. Like I said, you in the present. Yeah. i'm just looking at the gift of life and wonder how. Am I gonna absorb and, and 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 experience this thing in its full capacity? You know, we at the age now where you're solidifying in, in your in your dreams. Like, hey, will I go and be it, like you know? This is that age where the mixtape rapper start to say maybe I ain't meant to be like the mainstream big time rapper. Maybe I'm yeah. like you either revamping your dream or letting it go. Right. true. I was blessed to where, Hey, it didn't, I didn't get to see it out just how I wanted to see it. But you know, I do my jobs. I do art every day. now. You know what I'm saying? In in its own way. It's not the way I envisioned it, but it is. But at least you're in the passion that that you love, and I'm, I get to do what I love to do. Right. Yeah. My dream or how, Fatherhood has helped me transition is like I don't want my kids to be in that space where they got dreams and aspirations and they got they gotta wait as long as I did or try to revamp it or mold it to be something different in order for them to accept it for what it is like I don't I want my kids to be like, "Hey, I wanted to do this and my father put forth laid the groundwork so that hey I can do that. You know, that's why I come in here and hop on podcasts. That's why I try to make the shirts. That's why, that's why I'm trying so many things is because I'm like, for mine, I want to have the best. Not saying that I didn't have good. Like, yeah. I thought it was pretty decent. Like I, I enjoyed it. And that was good for what they were doing. Cause you gotta understand my parents was coming from Alabama poor, ain't got nothing, move out right here and start cleaning toilets to try to come up. Yeah. Like, when your, when your job is to clean toilets and that's a come up fan, this <laughs> is real deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's the idea is each generation is supposed to be progressing more than the last generation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying to take this thing as far as I can so my children can see, okay, if daddy got here... I got to take it way further and heat it. I want you to have that hunger. It's like, I want you to be able to push and adapt. Like, okay, what I mean by that is I don't want my children to be like another statistic. Because there's a lot of people out here that are like, oh, well, I'll just do the bare minimum to get by. And that's never what I want my children to settle for. I don't want you to settle for the man or the woman just getting by. I want you to go for what you want. Go yeah. for the goal. And I have to sacrifice or suffer or whatever. The same thing my parents did. Right. My parents uh, came from Tyler, Texas, from the country. They moved up here. My dad was working. At, um, he wasn't a mortician, but he was the dude out there digging the graves. And Great. They, at Yeah. Yeah. At Wrestling. And I'm like, man, you digging graves? It's hard. It's like, man, that's like wow. That's okay. Sacrifice. Like and this is You point. know you didn't wake up as a kid like, oh man, you know what I want to do? I want to dig graves. Like And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you came from the country to the city. You sacrifice certain things because my dad always wanted to open up his own mechanic shop and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he he was not able to accomplish that dream. And I'm like, okay. So my thing is, as his son, as his legacy, is like, hey, I have to go further with this. I have to be able to get my children in a home. I have to be able to save money for my children to have them reach further than my dad got me. Because I believe any father, well, any parent in general, if you are a real parent, you want your child to be better than you ever were. I agree with that. And if you don't want them to, that yeah. lets me know there's something wrong with you. Right. My question would be this. With us trying to provide so much and trying, you know, trying to put our kids on easy street as much as we can, right? Yeah. You know the old saying, uh hard men build soft, well, you know, hard times build hard men, hard men build soft times, soft times build soft kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So coming up to where we came up, we might be a little more, you know, you know, jagged on, I mean, we a little rough. Now. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> but but yeah. how do you, how do you give your kids this, this, you know, fixed up world is this, this, you know, this world with not as many, you know, ups and downs, it's more consistent and more even flow. You know, technically a better childhood, because okay. that's what we all are trying to do. Yeah. How do we provide that nice childhood, better childhood, but still giving them that hunger and let them know that this is what I'm providing, but you're gonna to, to provide for yourself. <coughs> so you gotta see what I'm doing and amplify so how i look at it is the fact that yes i want certain things to be soft for my kids i want my child to be a child because i feel at times i grew up faster than i should have grown up Right. but there are things that i want my children to learn like yes my daughter gonna learn how to change the tire not because you have to change your tire but just in case you need to change your tire. Yes, my son is going to learn how to cook, how to clean, how to do all those things. Not because you have to learn, right. but because just in case, I want them to be well-rounded. And one of the things about our parents, yes, they gave us the love they could, but they want us to be hella strong. Right. Yes. And it was like, okay, we hella strong, but then we realized... There's not too many people that don't have just a little bit of trauma behind how strong our parents made us. Yeah. He's like, you know how many whoopings you got growing? He's like, you know. okay, uh, because I tell my dad all the time. And I could tease him now because I'm like, it's all love. I know what you did for the best for me. You thought it would be the best for me. Now, all them whoopings, I'm like, uh, um, you sure you're not pushing off what you're going through through the that day? Sure, you not <laughs> I'm like, hold up, it's like that shirt, that, that shirt down there on the floor shouldn't it have caused me to get whooping. He yeah, was like, oh, hey, pick the shirt up, son. Okay, my bad. Ah, <laughs> pick the shirt up. But hell, there'll be times you know you come in, leave your book bag on the floor. Yeah. Next thing I know, my dad come up and then he's like, oh. Oh, so you start, you do anything you want to. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait! I just dropped my bag. So that's what I'm saying is like, don't get me wrong. I want my children to be able to adapt to whatever situation they're in, but I also want them to know, hey, be a child, be a teenager, then be an adult, not oh, child adulthood, right? No, no. No transition phase. You just go straight to the real. It's like, I went from kid to, oh, you're going to work. When I got my first job, I was paying bills. I'm like, God, everybody else got to buy shoes. I had to pay rent. Right. You had time to be a little reckless. Yeah, it was like, just a little bit. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, you know, you want me to... To, to pump the brakes. Like, you want me to accept responsibility all too soon. Don't get me wrong. There is a place for accepting responsibility. Yeah. But there's also a space for learning in your own time. Yeah. So, yeah. Trust me. We know now that bills is here for everybody. Bills? Bills gonna be here forever. Bills is almost the equivalent to God's promise. You gonna die. You gonna pay some bills. Yeah. The homeless man on the corner might not pay housing. He's gonna pay for something. He paying for something. He paid and, for the 10, but he's gonna pay for I was listening, to this one thing, I was like, man, it's true how America really kind of screws you over. When you get paid, they tax your money. When you buy something, they tax your money. For the people you give the money to, they're gonna tax them to the people they if they give it back to a bank, they're gonna tax it. Right. It's like you gonna get taxed out of it. We're gonna take ours every turn so it gets to a point where it's like okay we know how things are moving how things work okay why would you pressure your kids to be put in that situation so soon it's like don't get me wrong at a certain age okay old bible scripture when i was a child i thought as a child i acted as a child but when i grew up and became a man I put away childish things. Mm-hmm. The thing what a lot of people are doing now, you're trying to make your child grown yeah. before they they, they steal a yeah. still a child. Let them act as a child. They want the babies to come out of the womb and throw the rattle away. Don't don't you dare get a fast on like, of rattle. Like, there's men and women out here that have their children out here being grown up before they're supposed to be grown. Hey, teach them to be a child. To love being a child. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, how many adults have you heard say, man, I wish I could go back to the kids sometimes? Because it was so fast. Yes, because everybody was like, adulthood. Adults, adulthood. Because, you know, I, I, feel be like, grown. I feel like the pressures that all parents were feeling, they was like, look, the easiest way to lighten this load I got is to let them carry their own. Yeah. Like, we got to force you into. You need to start doing for yourself right now, so I can so I can get back to trying to piece together what because I you know the stories I hear from my father about my grandparents and how they used to move like they my grandparents are a lot softer now but they used to tell me yeah. stories about crazy instances and where they felt like their parents was irrational or un, don't didn't understand you know. Oh, that's and, very true. Yeah, and the stories yeah. I got, I'm like, man, that sounds quite terrible. I'm glad you didn't put me through that. Yeah. So I'm like, each each generation, we're moving more towards, a, you know, let kids be kids, and but and I feel like that's that's really a nod to the times we live in because we we still deal with racism and oppression and all that. We still deal. And we we still deal with everything. We still we deal-, deal. with war. We still deal with poverty. We still deal with all those things. But at some point in time, you have to realize it's not the younger people's fault. Right. Like So why would you put that pressure on them instead of, hey, I'm trying to make your situation better. So I want you to see how things are so when you get my age, you can maneuver through it the right way instead of, hey, Let me push you to something you're not ready for. Right. And that's the whole idea of fatherhood. I want you to be safe. I want you to have the right mental state and do the things you need to do and have fun with your life. Right. And as you get older, hey, okay, I have to switch my mindset. Now, either A, we're going to move over to being more business-oriented. But we have to start getting out of the child mindset. But if you push them too early, it's like where childhood go, right? I going back to the question, the joy, my the joys I have for fatherhood is really just the journey and, and seeing, you know, another person grow and go through some of the challenges I went through, and then seeing how I react and try to ease that burden but certain sort of stuff you know there's nothing you can do about like it ain't came yet but eventually you know the kids gonna find somebody that they attracted to and you know how that's around
1: ready.
0: we not ready but at the same time we know it. like yeah. like i said we live in the present and i'm uh-huh. looking at the future and we just got to be understanding that the future does come you know what i'm saying so i'm like i feel you're gonna be in jail i think probably <laughs> However, seeing that, you know, and helping them work through those issues and just really getting the it's almost as if you watching the same movie with different characters and this time you get to be that narrator, but that narrator that breaks the wall and like, hey, you're going through this, it's gonna pass, just focus on this, this, and this, you can get through that. Don't worry, you know, it's it's giving you that opportunity to be It gives you the opportunity to be the whistle. Yeah. Like, I know. You see what's behind it. I see what, like, the older I get, and I hate that it is this way, but the older I get, the more, you know, bitter and and turned off I get to certain stuff. Like, there's a lot more exploration I would do into a stranger in my childhood. Because, you know, all it took was, hey, come up, shake your hand, you want to be friends? And then, boom, y'all friends now as i've grown older it's like man i i'd rather just stay to myself and out the way you know what i'm saying like i ain't gonna i don't wanna i know a lot of the relationships that i come across to lead me down a path that isn't beneficial for what i got coming with my kids so i'm like i'm gonna just get out of the way let the fools be the fools and you know surround myself with quality people who share my vision you know what i'm saying I agree. but at the same time and I'm looking at the future, and I'm trying to steer them in their path. Like, I'm like, you don't necessarily know where your path going to take you. Granted, being my child, going the fool's path is not beneficial for you in any way. So I'm trying to educate and guide you and try to direct your path with, you know, hey, that, that's a good friend this person, oh, they did you that way. If I was you, I wouldn't be trying to deal with it. I'm going to distance myself and move. And you know, some people, it's hard to distance yourself and move from, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, joy is getting to make like the remake and you just trying to make it better. And if I gave any advice to a young man that's going to move into fatherhood, one, I would tell you that even when you make mistakes, nobody really sees them as a mistake until you highlight it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Cause nobody knows how to, like nobody knows exactly what to do in every situation. So one my advice, to you don't be so hard on yourself. You just like a kid, you had to put the child's way things away in order to do for this kid you moving into a different lane and you know, sometimes that transition ain't as clean as you'd like. But the, the, the thing about it is, you know, you gotta move into that lane. You know, you gotta change. Long as you moving with the proper intent to do better for your kids. And if you got a wife or if you got a <clears throat> baby mama or whatever, or a situation shit, whatever it may be, if you navigating that in order to better the future, Cause the prison sometimes is, you know, it's like getting socks on Christmas. Sometimes we don't want the socks on Christmas, but that don't mean we ain't gonna wear it. You feel me? Well, as, as we go to the next subject, I'ma just tell every man out here, your child sees you. Your child, I've never heard a child honestly say, oh, that's not my hero. Because in your child's eye, if you are in your child's life, they see everything you do, the way you move, the way you act toward things. So, please make sure you're living up to that expect expectation your child puts on you. Like, for example, what I mean by that, my daughter sees her father. My daughter sees her father in her life. My daughter knows. Her daddy loves her. And she would tell you, my daddy loves me. I have an issue, and I tell my daughter at times, hey, you don't have to say it like that all the time. Oh, well, my daddy can beat your daddy up. My daddy could do this. My daddy could do that. I'm like, and yes, I love that she says that, but I want her to understand, you not know, just because you have it don't mean you gotta brag about it. Yeah. So as a father as a man moving into being the father. Please make sure you are the example for your child. Alright. Right. Jumping on to the next one. Uh, do you care whether a woman gets her body from hard work or surgery? Hmm. I'm going to be honest. I care. I do care. <laughs> because if you got your heart, your body from hard work, I know you're willing to put forth that effort into this relationship. I know you're willing to put, well, possibly put forth that effort because you know what hard work means. And relationship is hard work. What I don't want you to do is be like, well, I got it so I can do whatever I want now. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. How would you get? That's like the person that worked for a million dollars versus the person who they hit the lotto. Most people hit the lotto go broke. Right. Because they don't know what it meant to get it. And I'm looking at it it's like, there's a lot of people out here getting these BBW, I mean, BBLs and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you didn't work for nothing. You just like, man, i pay for it. I'm like, yeah. it, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Now, sometimes you won't know who actually got it versus who didn't get it. shout out to them, Doc. Yeah. But I'll say your work ethic lets me know whether you really got it or don't. Like, okay, for example, the girl that's in the gym working hard and stuff, you could be like, okay, I could see her working. So possibly she got it. But the girl that don't barely do anything kind of stuff like that, I'm like, it leaves a bitter taste in my mouth because I know you're always looking for something I guess better. Right. Because it's like, oh, well, I ain't like my body. It won't work to fix my body. Yeah. I just want to go find better. Yeah. How? I, when it comes to this conversation, I'm, Be honest. I'm definitely on the side I want a natural. You know what I'm saying I want you to be what you're gonna be, you know what I'm saying, and if you don't want to work for it, then you know it's difficult for me to say that you're gonna have it i you know i don't I don't want people to go through like thinking it's some sort of magic pill, yeah, right also when you go going and doing a surgery, the habits don't change, yeah. that's the problem, like you know you might get the lap band surgery and you're like, I gotta drink this stuff, but it's so, it's such a sticky week because you can always fall back into your old habits. Yeah. Your old habits put you, in certain cases, in a worse situation because now, you know, that thing break and now you put your life on the line. Like, you know you're not supposed to drink uh, too much caffeine if you get the lap band and everything. Right. But some people will still be out there you chugging get, sodas. I'm like, you have to change. So I give. I do give, like, certain people certain, you know, passes. Cause some girls, like, you, you've been skinny for teach whole life. It, you know, you, you go in there, you do the squats, you do this, you doing that and your butt just don't pop like you want it
1: to. If you want to go
0: get you some injections or whatever, or for those people who, like, this is what makes this, I don't, it makes me feel better. I, I caution and I shy away from them because I'm like, regardless of what what state you are, you gotta love yourself. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people give Lizzo flat, but I'm like, she's still giving a message, but her message sometimes is a little tainted, right? Yeah. Because there's a space where, okay, I can love myself, but I can also still change myself. Like, I don't have to love myself so much that I don't even want to attempt to do better for me. Yeah. But, you know, so I'm like, If you're comfortable where you at, you settling and you shouldn't you shouldn't sit there. like you gotta agitate this. Don't let the sugar fall to the bottom of the glass. You gotta stir it up, and stirring it up, I'm not talking about going and get the doctor to stir it up for you. If you change how you move already, like if you're doing everything in your power, if you hitting the gym three times a week and doing the lifting and the pushing and and you know. Eating better, living better, doing all these things already, right? Yeah. And you just like, I cannot get over that hump. And you like, I'm gonna just go out here and get them and inject these butt cheeks and you know, See, still do my work. But and don't let get me you wrong. Know. I understand that part. And I I'm like, cool. But the only reason I really a hundred percent worry is because there's a lot of people that have died on these tables doing these alterations you ain't never died by working out Look, and, 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 okay oh the over like, like yes you can overexert you yourself overdo it. you can on uh, um, the weights can fall on you and things like I that you can be hurting but the likelihood of you killing yourself from just working out versus going on operating table right. and not getting up off that is way different right And that's my thing, because shout-out to DC Youngfly. It's like, man, I respect him for what he was saying. He was like, he doesn't want to speak negative on other people, even when other people say negative things, because he's like, what God's doing for me and how God's helping me through certain transitions is like, it's a blessing. So I'm like, shout-out to him for that. But I'm like... In his mind, I'm just thinking about it. Oh, my wife is not going to get up off this table. I have children right? that now, because mommy want to do this. And it's like, oh, at that point, I'm like, okay, cool. If that's what you want to do, go do what you want to do. But now mommy ain't coming home right now. The children want to know why mommy's not coming home. It'd be different if it was like. Hey, we were working hard, and this happened. It went from, "Hey, mommy, going over here do this quick procedure real quick," mm-hmm. to "Mommy's not coming home no more." Right, and I'm like, I would rather you've been the way you were, right? I, like I, was, and do you see how they do it online, and 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 you're like, I can guarantee DCM flies and the the, but he was in no way pressuring them when all need to get back to this and look like, bro, we just love who you with. Like, yeah. If I can get you in the gym, cool, you know what I'm saying? I'm going, we can do that together. I'm not going to hop on no table. And I'm sure he's like, you don't really need to hop on no table. Yeah. However, that's something that she needed to do for her. So you as a husband, you trying to, I'm trying support. to be support. However, for me, it's like, Easy on the fly, and I can't speak for the man, but I'm just trying to speak for myself in his shoes. Because I can't fully say exactly how it feels. I don't, I, I pray God I don't have to deal with it. But I'm trying to be supportive of something that I don't necessarily need, but you feel like you need it. And then it's what cost me so much. You know what I'm saying? I would hate for his kids to be growing up and then want to like, one of his daughters want to get a procedure done. It's gonna be like, you know, it's, it 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 would be very hard for me as a father to support that after what took place. Your mom, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then you hear a lot of young kids talk about getting different surgeries. I'm like, what? What do you know yeah. about BBL? Look, you haven't even grown into your your. Face. You haven't you haven't even matured. You you were still going through puberty, but yet you sitting here talking about. Oh, you' already gonna get a Brazilian butt lift. I'm like so what why why, why but what I and going back to, it, I don't fully understand why you can't just love yourself, and like I said, if that's something you need to do, I'm okay with, it. however, if you ask me what I prefer, I prefer you to love yourself, yes, to a point where. I'm going to accept me for who I am. And anybody who don't accept me for the way I am and the way I look, to them. not. not don't get me wrong. Attitude, if you know you're a person with a terrible attitude, and people yeah. really don't want to be around you, all to those things, right? What I'm saying is, if somebody telling you, you got a, a little pudge on your stomach and they always pointing at you and making fun of you, get them people around. You. Like, get to the gym, and if, if you want to get right, get right. and But don't get right so you can prove them wrong. Yeah. And then, do you for you. It's like, hey, if you're you going to work out, cool. Make sure that's something you want to do. Because I do even think with the workout thing, like, I can't stand when I see people, especially ladies at this point, it's like, you knew you needed to lose weight. But you waited till after you got out of the relationship and been like, See, he could have had all this if he would have waited. No, he couldn't have had all that. The reason he couldn't have had all that is if he could, he would have had it. It's like, I'm like, why would you do that afterwards? Because if you would possibly did that beforehand. Well, you know, like going, granted, you know, that red pill, purple pill, blue pill talk is really not my lane. I don't do the old pills. I will say this. That statement about pergamy and women always wanted want better she left you and now she putting herself back on the market and she ain't trying to catch another you she's trying to catch the next level of you and then you know the the youth is gone like she and typically they have kids so they got a lot more they gotta you know ask a man to deal with in order to be with them so they want to give them that pay. But at the same time you do all that changing for that moment and then we all know what comfort does. Comfort makes you settle. You when know, you don't agitate the water, the sugar falls to the bottom. So you went, got all this work, did all this, built all these new friends in the workout community and all that. You get with a man, you feel like you accomplished what you wish to accomplish. And the next thing you do is stop hitting the gym, start, you know, going back and reverting back to your old ways. Mm. That's why I say, do it for you, don't. Like if you're in a relationship, you want to be fit. Be in a relationship to be fit. Don't wait till he leaves you to try to fix you. Fix you now, because fixing you and feeling better about yourself could potentially be what fixes your relationship if it is in a in a in a, in a bad space. Because you're so busy worried about like you get in a space where you don't feel hundred percent, like you look as beautiful as you want to look, and now you want to pass those insecurities off on your on your significant other tell like telling them, oh, I don't like when you go kick within. Why, why, why she gotta be around? Why? If you doing what you need to do and being a hundred percent what you need to be, I already chose you first. So yeah. long as you giving me the best version of you, I don't there's nobody who's gonna beat you because you what I want. Yeah. Like, but even nowadays, does most dudes from what I've seen. Don't mind a woman with a little thickness. No, some little say, like, okay. Yeah. Is, but the thing is confidence. That whole confidence is key. And what I mean by confidence, I don't mean arrogant confidence. <laughs> Excuse me. But you know, a woman that is confident in her self, her sexuality, is beautiful. she's yeah. like, oh, thing. she is confident yeah. in what she wants. Oh, right. she don't mind doing these things cuz that's what she wants what she want to do. I'm right, like, cool. Bet that. That's greatness. Whether you are fit or plus size, whatever you want to say. Your confidence, your mindset is going to take you way further than going and get some surgery. Yeah. Like yeah. some people it's almost like you just have to take the easy way instead of fixing what you need to fix with you. Right. Easy way. It's like that easy way may cost you everything. It may cost you. Like Ain't gonna it cost you more than that twenty grand for it, but you know that's also gonna cost you possibly your life. Possibly your life. You might not make it all that And then there's the uh, and there was so many people doing all that janky backwood stuff where they were putting the Semen cement in and, and caulking. yeah and, it was like like, like not, is it really like when you're talking to those people who do go into these little establishments to get it from their home girl who got the injections from like re, like so you it's like media in the world has reduced a major surgery even though it's cosmetic it is considered a major surgery yeah you reduce that to something that you can get, like, in a back alley somewhere. No, if you don't do it, do it the proper way. Like, you know, cause if we got people who consider the professionals and upper echelons of this industry and people ain't making it up off the table, what do you think is gonna happen when you go get this back alley, you know, when you start having them flesh eating diseases and all that? You don't know if the needles, you don't all the stuff that can go wrong. Don't have to do if you gonna go and invest in it. Like I, that's why I said if you are somebody who putting forth all the effort and you just not seeing the results you are trying to see, it, and then you get to that space because this is what you want. And you want to look a certain way. Part of me is like accept you for you. However, it's also your life. So if you want to live it that way, live. I also want to talk about this real quick before we go to the next one. Okay. okay. Understand this. There are men that look at things, but don't truly want to be with those things. And what I mean by that is, a uh, there's a, I know there's a lot of ladies out here. Well, why do men look at it? Why do men look at this? Why do men do this? Why do men want to wife them? First of all, men aren't wifing them. Right. They're screwing them. Like it is the big difference. Like the per the woman that I bring to my family that I wanna bring home, that is the one I know I could build, I can grow with. There are some insecure men that need a trophy where it's like she has looked this way. That's the only reason they have her. Mm-hmm. But most men are not that type of man. Yeah. Most men are the hey, you complete me, so that's why I'm with you. Right. Don't get me wrong. That's like, if if you found out Morris Chestnut was abusive, there's so many women that are like, oh, Morris is so fine, Morris is this, Morris is that, but Morris ain't good for you. Morris, and that, yes. So and Morris does yeah, not it, do that. He doesn't do that, but I'm using it as an analogy. Okay. The idea is, that's what a lot of these women are.
1: Like,
0: hey, she's fine as hell. She uh, oh beautiful oh she got all that booty oh it clapped all this other concept it sounds great on paper Mm -hmm. but when you get it home and you realize she can't cook she can't clean she can't do nothing she all she wants to do is complain and say give me what i want you knew what you got when you got with me that's going to change so much it's like everybody looks at the Bugatti and be like, man, you know, that's a really nice car. Man, I love yeah. to drive Bugatti, but when a, when you really peel back the layers and start thinking about the maintenance that go into it, yeah. and you start realizing that yeah. it, <laughs> it, it, like a radiator might cost you 90,000. Like I just bought a whole new car in a radiator. Then you start to be like, okay, maybe it ain't all that. Cause in real life, I don't really want to go that fast. Like. This is a special occasion call. These women are special occasion women. Like, yeah, laying down with them clapping cheese, yeah, I'm sure that most people be like, this is an amazing situation, this is a great time. Like you said, if you being looked at in an objective way and you find extreme pleasure in that, if your body is your product, you're gonna do some things that you know, you don't necessarily want to do, yeah. right? Men get with women who have who have more to offer. That's why a lot of people always say, "What do you bring to the table?" Like, I'm not asking you about. I'm asking you about the table because what you bring to the bed ain't really that important. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't. I'm telling about what how you gonna be freaking me down like. In my world, all you're trying to do is brainwash me and, 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 and blind, yeah, blind me from my kids saying, hey, my kids don't feel loved. I don't feel loved. My mama don't like you. My daddy could, could piss on your gray Like All these things, <laughs> that amounts up. If I can't build a strong family unit with you, a house that's made with love, I don't care what you look like. You can look what like, is like that Denise House Burgos. I'm saying will crumble. Yeah, you can look like Denise Burgos. If you trash, you're trash. Yeah. Now, don't get me confused, Denise Burgos, I don't think she's trash. They always say all the glitters and gold. Aight. That was a statement for all you pyrite people out there. <laughs> uh we going into You Won't Believe This and You Won't Believe This is brought to you by. As always, love to shout out my beautiful wife. Love you, baby. I ask y'all to check out her three pages on Facebook, Instagram, and the website Traces Like Mine. You can go to traceslikemine.com. They have waist beads, anklets, bracelets, thigh chains, uh, basically any jewelry for your body. Probably even got toe rings on there too. Mm-hmm. So check them out for all your um jewelry or body jewelry needs. Um. Then there's traces like mine. This is hair care products for a black woman, by a black woman, to help black women. You know, a lot of black women say they don't make a lot of products out there for them. This is a black woman-tested product that actually helps black women. Then there's Yanni like mine. Ladies, if you don't know what your Yanni is, look it up. And please understand, it doesn't clean itself. You can ask any man. I'm not. So you're done. Yeah. You Alright, cool beans. Uh I'm gonna shout out Tyler Bailey, luxury clothes by luxury guy. When I say luxury, I do mean luxury. He's going to the factories. He's he's hand-drawn. He's looking for he's looking for quality to make sure that when he gives you the product, you're gonna love the product that you give. Cousin Mike, okay, who wiggles. Yeah, I hear he does State of Being podcast. That's Sob podcast, but it's not the way you think. It is State of Being. He's going through a process, but right now he's definitely talking about more like community activism and, and going to a space to where how can we better our neighborhoods, clean up our neighborhoods, and I'm talking about from. a a literal pick up the trash in your neighborhoods because it's your home too. So if you want your space to look nice, you want your stuff to look good, get in your areas and do foot and do what needs to be done. Uh D he's a barber. Uh yeah, also, of course, I can't leave this setting without telling you about these people who really putting us on right now, which is us. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. So that is something, the number four DA people. If you're on YouTube, you minimize those searches, those type podcasts at the end. We're on all your podcast networks. So if you, if you sitting up there and you able to download it on your phone, you can find us on your phone. Uh, We're on this app called Fanbase. So please go on there, check us out on there. You can be trying to push those numbers as well. Like, share, comment. If you're on the podcast side, if you wish to give us a star rating, five stars. We want five star generals only. And uh, if you don't like what you see, don't think that you're going to make me upset. Find (laughs) something that you like. That's, That's what this podcast space is about. You find something that you enjoy. So, you don't like this. There's no need to try to rain on everybody parade over here. That do like it, just find somewhere else to be. Maybe in the future we find an episode that you do like, and you come on back. Because we want everybody here, but at the same time we understand everybody don't want. It. Thanks for We're being right. part of the people. Thanks for being part of the people. We appreciate all y'all because we, we show y'all some love too. Appreciate y'all for rocking with us as long as y'all been rocking with us. Top not hot, uh, outside of that, we are gonna get into this, uh, you won't believe this man killed in a dispute over not saying thank you at a New York smoke shop. Okay. So I, I get, I'm gonna tell you how this, uh, so when I looked at the news report and I read the article about it, it was at a smoke shop in New York, a man walks in. Uh, well, a man is walking and a man's right behind him. He opens the door for him and he's like, oh, he lets him come in. And then the other man comes he walks on in he's like, hey, bro, you did say thank you. And the uh, dude says something to him like, oh, well, I know I had to say anything to you. So they get into argument in the smoke shop. Right. So the man ends up the man that Said, I didn't know I had to say thank you. Ends up stabbing the dude that holds open the door twice once in the neck, once in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so this argument goes from inside the store to outside the store. And the dude that gets stabbed comes back in the store. He's like, he stabbed me and he ends up dying. I'm like, over thank you? Like, At at this point, like, at this point in time, like, you can't even, thank you? Like, bruh, that has to be the most ignorant thing I've heard in the last, in years. Like, thank you. All you had to do was say, my bad, thank you, man. But you felt so disrespected that you stabbed him and they gave him manslaughter. Well, so when it comes to this instance, I was reading up on it. One, if you open the doors for people, granted, we all would prefer the common courtesy, the, the the standard when that occurs is to say thank you. I I would expect you to say it, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: That being said, I ain't gonna try to. Force a thank you out of you. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're moving in that light, don't don't do stuff, especially these days. In the past, it might have been different, but right now, don't you dare do something if you ain't doing it out of love, man. Because if you, because because if you need them to respond or you expect somebody to respond a certain way, you could potentially, just like this man, be putting your life in danger. I'm not saying this in order to make y'all feel like B Hunt is against the guy. Who opened the door? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is every man deserves to go home. Every man deserves to go home. So if going home for you is opening the door and a dude not saying thank you, and you can walk down the street, say it under your breath, feel some type of way. And if you see him again, don't open the door. But the key to that is you get to see that man again. Now I'm going to jump off that guy and how I feel he should have moved in that space to the guy that did unfortunately take this other man's life. Now, the non-opening of the door is it's like, well the opening of the door is what leads to the altercation as far as the fact, right? Then being confronted because you didn't say thank you, you know what I'm saying, you might have felt some type of pressure and then y'all like y'all to be so irrational as people to where that interaction alone that small gesture or that small miscommunication leads y'all into a physical fight outside the store then for you to feel so disrespected and threatened by this man that you actually have to pull out a knife and stab this man in the neck and then in the, the abdomen area right that's unacceptable granted the the, the this system gave you only manslaughter, which should have been, in my opinion, murder, because you did kill somebody. I, I can see why you only get manslaughter because y'all were in a physical fight that y'all both, you know, took part in, and I don't know who was getting the best of who, so you might have felt like, because it always boils back down to, did you fear for your life? Oh, uh-huh, no, nah, hell, like, we gotta stop doing this all the we time. We gotta stop doing that, but the Wait, this I, I mean, not. Even the system, we know that the system is flawed and they screw you over mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You sitting here telling me for a life, bruh, all, uh, I guess the reason why, I grew up in a different time. I realized, uh, my parents always say, you know, I got old soul and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Because I'm like, common courtesy would tell me, hey, somebody do something. thank you, excuse me, like actual manners, like Texas family. Like it don't matter. Like it, it, it don't matter because just, what we're saying these are basic things. These, these is uh, like, but hospitality isn't something that's extended across the United States. We operate different. If you bumped into somebody, what you gonna say? Excuse me. If you go to New York, you know how often you have to say excuse me because it's the streets of the. But see that. But see crime. that's the thing is even now. There are people that really have tried to, like, when I'm in the store, will uh, try to bogart me and stuff like that. And when they realize they can't bogart me, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry excuse me. Because, I'm like, you ever seen the TikTok dude? He be on Instagram, too, where he'll go over and he'll shoulder bump people? No. Like, the big, swole dudes, he be over there trying to shoulder bump them on purpose. Yeah. Okay, so he does all that kind of stuff. and But that's what a lot of people try to do. In for, uh, for some strange reason, it's like they get off on trying to be like, oh, uh, I'm not intimidated by you or anything like that. But all I'm saying is, excuse me. Thank you. Those go a long way. You Appreciate you, bro. You like in order for that to even remotely be a possibility, of people gonna go back to using proper manners and it's showing people, you know, like I said, common courtesy and respect, we gotta start teaching that from a, a early but age. See, These people ain't really getting out here in the world like that. COVID happened. Everybody want to work from home. Uh, before COVID happened, everybody want to date, great, via social media. Like people are disconnecting in ways that you know. But it smile. almost gets you to that point where. Somebody will be like, you know what? If we're not going to be mannerable, if we're not going to be respectful, let's be savages. We're going to all be savages. Because if we all savages, at least it's fair. Right. Because I'm like, me trying to be nice and gentle, That's like a dude nowadays trying to open a door for a woman. There's rarely too many women that say, why, thank you. Yeah. Well, they, it, it's going back to, like I said, media and all that when you start looking at how that's viewed, oh he opening the door just to see you know see what I look like from behind or he's opening the door trying to get an entry point into having a conversation with me. He like everybody's moving in a way that like I'm looking for the opportunity in this. So but if you look at it like that it becomes to the point where it's almost like you're setting yourself up for issues First. like because if i'm nice to you then it's like oh basically like well you should be nice to me like hold on like i was nice to you it just out common courtesy mm-hmm. i wasn't nice to you because you deserve anything from me mm-hmm. but for you uh, like for people to go back and forward and it's uh, and this happens way too many times. Like when we did the one over a dude that shot a dude as, that killed the dude the subway, putting too much mayonnaise on it. Right. Is, like, bruh. Like at some point in time, it's like people need to say, hey, I'm a savage sign up there so I know how to deal with you. Right. Because if I know you're a savage, okay. If me and you have a confrontation, we're going to savage over here. And I'm not about to... You know, talk to you. I'm not about to play with you. Obviously, you and that uh, you about that life. So you about that life. I'm gonna be about that life with you. And I hate to make it sound like that, but I'd rather be at least on equal playing field. I agree because I'm like nigga, me. And I say I'm trying to get away from the N word, but I'm like, give me a break. Thank you. Well, that's what I'm saying. It. it, it I like what I'm saying. You looking at it from the lens of, I shouldn't die over a thank you. I feel like both men should have been thinking that way. Why are you trying to confront this man because you want you you? Granted, I know the gesture you just made warrants a thank you, like it standard would be. But when you, because we don't know who we dealing with anymore, like because you said nobody putting the label on their head, nobody walking around with I'm a savage head on. So, I don't know who I'm dealing with. Those who say thank you, cool. Those who don't say thank you, that's fine too. I'm not finna confront you because at the end of the day, I don't open doors for thank yous no more. Like, I open doors because I gotta show the world there's still some decent people out here who just need it. Like, I'm opening the door for women because I'm opening the door for them. I have like, I ain't got nothing to gain from you. I don't, one, I got a wife, I don't want you. And then I don't necessarily care what you look like. Yeah. And if we going on what the, the government is putting on, I can't even 100% say that you identify as a woman. It is what it is. So I'm just, look, I'm going to open this door because it's me. That's who I am. I ain't yeah. worried about what how you react. As long as it ain't negative towards me, it's perfectly fine. So if I open the door and you say, uh-uh, I don't need you opening my door. Okay, let me get out the way and close I I gained nothing from this. I don't wanna lose nothing from this. So he opened that door for the man and like I a hundred percent He d- yes, you should have just said thank you and moved on. When he didn't say thank you, you should accept that he didn't say thank you and moved on. That interaction was what, you know, on the boom docs, they call the N word moment.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what I'm saying? Y'all y'all start having an uh, altercation and in, in, in being our But even back and, in the day, uh, if you stepped on somebody's shoe... I'm gonna say excuse me. My excuse family. me. Sorry. Oh, you bump into somebody. Excuse me. In sorry. It goes a long way. Man, we got more guns than any other state. And that's probably why we say excuse me. <laughs> what in the state? like Because I don't know what state of mind somebody takes to you. Like, right. Like, you know, more people got... Guns that actually have cars? Yeah. I don't doubt that. Car, car, 30,000. Gun, 500. This since you just want a pistol or something, but you're going to get you some more, you know, man, automatic. You know automatic. Uh, Man, it's crazy how many people got ARs in Texas. No. But, the whole idea, I'm just saying, is like, all this could have been negated. Like, oh, excuse me. Thank you. Please thank you. My bad. I apologize. Yeah. Something, like, easy. that, And you're not going to say that made you feel less of a man, less of a person. Oh, that was too hard for you. You just wanted to find a, and that's why I'm like, if they have a little, hey, I'm a savage. I do savage things. And that's how you ask You, I know how to move no. with you. No. It's like, hey, I ain't going to fool with you because if no. I fool you with you, I'm going to have to kill you. No, If he had it on his head, if I guarantee you, if the guy who opened the door knew that he, he ran the risk of losing his life at night, he would never open the door. So what I'm, like I said, what I'm saying is you gotta let the fools be the fools. The best move to make as a sound, sane, quality human being, get out the way. Yeah. Like you see a head on collision, don't go be the third car in. I'm no. I opened the door, he didn't say thank you. I'm on my, I, I don't even have time to try to tell you what you went wrong. If you ain't learned by now, it ain't my job to teach you, fam. I'm gonna get out the way. Mm. Like, you know, exactly. yeah, if ain't one time. thing, it's
1: another. I'm but like I said, complete.
0: if you open the door for me, expect thank you. If I open the door for you, if you don't say it, I don't care. If you do say it, I appreciate you back. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I don't do this being nice and being a quality person ain't something I do for Probably. other people. I gotta do this for me now because I don't know who I'm dealing with anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it was a time and space where you knew who you was dealing with. But these days, just just last week and 4th of July weekend, we had so many mass shootings and, and shot. Like, I
1: don't, I don't know. know who
0: I'm dealing with. 17, like a 17 year old went up and shot 28 people at a block party in New York and and two two people died. And I'm talking about they shooting at 13 year olds, man. So it's a different world. And, yeah, this man. And I hate to say it like this, but man, I need to go get me some heat. Oh, yeah. some. Like, because I'm like, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I got the weapons on the wall, all that kind of you stuff, can defend yourself. but, my thing is, it's not that I want a gun because I won't be out here acting bad. It's just like, if you act bad with me, I can get bad back. Yeah, it's like, don't get me wrong. When it come to these, I could throw them real good, but then I'm like. You ain't throwing them no more. Like, exactly, nobody won't fight won't no more. Think, no. think about it this way. How many... Like how many people are really going through the process of learning a martial art or a fighting form? Not many. You're not going to run across UFC fighters every day. You are just not. You're not going to run across martial artists. But all the people you know that are trained is like one percent of of, of one percent that actually train. And none of those people are going out looking for fights. No, it's like those people. Yes, it's this one. So just in case. Right. So with that being said, it it goes back, like it all comes full circle, which is a beautiful thing, especially when you're doing a show. Keep on the shortcuts. Instead of going and learning how to defend yourself and then learning how to use your body, have your body be your weapon, but also understand how to control your body. Because just like you need gun control and, and, and seal handguns license, like... I need to understand that I know a form of martial arts or I know a form of fighting that can put somebody in a dangerous situation. So I'm more likely to, I don't want to put you at that disadvantage. I'm gonna get out your way. Cause I know if I have to do it, I'm a, I am wasn't trained to hold back. I'm gonna go where I need to go. I ain't gonna play with you. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna play. So if I'm not gonna play with you and you insisting on going down this path with me, let me get out of your way and try to do everything in my power not to let me the, the real weapon go out. These people nowadays it's so easy. It's like it's it's like when you click like on a picture. Some pictures you click like on you don't even really like, but it's so convenient, so easy to push it. Like it, you know, I'm i scrolled on Instagram and in scrolling I hit the wrong spot and it liked the picture. Yeah. And I'm like, I ain't gonna go back and undo that. I just gotta accept it. That's what shooting a gun is like. I pulled the trigger before I actually knew what I had done. And at that point, unlike the Instagram or Facebook, I can go back and unlike the picture I want to, you can't go bring another person back. Yeah. When it comes to a knife, you go stab that person, they bleed out. You can't go unbleed the person out. You can't inject the blood to bring them back. So we have to be more conscious of how we move. And that's why... I'm a firm believer. Like I need to really get myself into a martial art. Cause I'm like, Hey, what? it's not for the defense, but it's also for the, I'm trying to get into martial art for the high levels of self control. You know what you're capable of. And even knowing that you're capable of this, you don't utilize that because that's not beneficial to who y'all. Yeah. This is for like, if I'm getting into martial art, I'm getting into martial art for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not, I can't, I'm not doing this because I don't feel safe. I feel safe. I'm doing this because the discipline and all of those things that come along with it can assist me in different parts of my life. Using the discipline from your martial art might lead you to study longer. Using the discipline in martial art and taking the pain from, the, from being hit, and motor, like then you apply it to your relationship, sometimes you're gonna be hurting your relationship. And this is the discipline you need. It's not going to be easy, but you can get through. That's it's a constant reminder that things hurt for a moment, but what you get on the other side is most times, if not all the time, better. So, yeah, I prefer. I really feel like martial law should be taught in schools. I really, like. I'm a firm believer I that if, if we went through the process of teaching kids, and I'm not saying that all kids gonna join, all it's mandatory. But no, I would teach you, hey, you need to know this because it's not about the kicks and the punches. That's not what I want you to have. What I want you to have is an understanding that things hurt, but some things hurt to better you. And it's not about going off every time you get hit. It's about getting up. That's what it's about. Finding the issue, adapting, overcoming, and doing better. So. Yeah, we're gonna move over. I agree. Uh we're jumping into this just so you know, and this time out in Chicago, specifically this place called Little Village, uh, they are go Friday a couple Fridays ago they went in protest because they're shutting down Walmarts in, in, in Chicago. It's specifically these four Walmarts in uh you know underprivileged neighborhoods right they're shutting them down and a lot of the elderly people feeling like they're being abandoned and left behind and all this because in walmart's defense these walmarts have not been profitable for some time and that's due in large to a large amount of theft and looting that happens at these particular walmarts and we got this instagram crazes where people are going into the store and they eating the snacks and stuff while in the store and they just walk out of the store or people are walking in and, and, you know, you got the is where she people go in and just steal racks of clothes, steal, steal, steal. And then all of that strength that that insurance company for the Walmart or Walmart itself has to, you know, absorb. Walmart saying enough's enough. It's gone too far. It's more beneficial for me to leave this neighborhood. But in leaving that neighborhood, if it's an underprivileged neighborhood you would essentially be turning that neighborhood into what people call a food desert a food desert is a place where food is scarce where healthy food options are scarce so look. see with this one I'm more on the Walmart side and the reason i say this is it at a certain point in time you have to realize you're doing this to yourself. That's like if I was doing some type of illegal substance or whatever. Not even illegal substance. If I drink, okay. It's cool for me to have a drink. Like me and my brother-in-law, um, what was it, last week, we were drinking. I don't drink often because I'm like, A, I want my children to make sure they see me in the right light and never see me drunk or anything. Mm-hmm. But B is because I want to be healthy and I have to be cautious on certain things I put in my body. Right. So, if I keep drinking every single day, keep drinking consistently, A, I may have liver problems, I may have kidney problems, right. I may have all these other problems. Look at from Walmart's point of view. Well, I'm trying to help y'all out. We need food in this community. But y'all keep stealing from me. Oh, well, you should keep it in the community. Maybe you should tell those people, quit stealing. Right. It's like, give me a break. At some point in time, you're going to have to start policing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in in self-control. You you need to control you because if you expect us to keep controlling you, I'll just leave you alone. Exactly. So when you start looking into how Walmart moving, I have no issue with how Walmart's moving. The problem is one, we're going to take this from multiple fronts. You as a community should recognize the value that a a supermarket brings to your neighborhood. Like I'm not saying that that makes any other store lesser than, but like this taking just a corner store. If a corner store is giving you sustenance, food, do not go in there and make life hard for them because they're doing something that benefits everybody. If you're so selfish that you can't see the immediate benefit of being able to go in the store and buy a salad when you want a salad, yeah. You can't see the immediate benefit of I need to buy school uniforms for school next year, and Walmart has the polos and all that at a reasonable price for me and my family. Then that's problematic. Like if you can't, if you can be, you know, if you can't not take the things that come to you for granted, then it's you're destined to lose those things. And you, damn, they lost a Walmart. Now let's jump into because I said we can take multiple fronts. I feel like the lack of leadership inside the community, as far as the people. We're talking about the elderly of the people who really get hurt, right?
1: Yeah,
0: where are those in between those adults, right? Yeah, who know, hey, these kids out here doing this, why ain't anybody in our community trying to talk to them? Because they're probably telling them, Get me one, too. Why right. they at it? You being foolish, you being you being young and living in the present, not thinking about the future, yeah, you looking at it from your lens saying. I need right now but you ain't understanding that you also gonna need 10 months from now 10 years from now you you, they gonna need when you pass on and that store is 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 even though you may feel like oh they're getting all this money and giving me nothing they work for that that ain't yours you need to respect those who come like the people who go to work and do their job and make sure that your life is easier, you need to respect them it's at least enough not to go in there around rob them. Because you, you talking about the food that left the neighborhood. What mm-hmm. about the jobs that left the neighborhood? True. Because somebody, uh, had, somebody to, had to work there. Somebody had to pick up them cars, somebody had to run the register, somebody had to stock themselves, shelves, somebody had to be the store manager, somebody had to be the assistant store. Like the supervisor. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of jobs and money that's receiving it, Shipping and receiving in the back. So, ooh, ooh. Ooh. A it's a lot so of stuff that been from your neighborhood. A lot of stuff. But at some point in time, and it's like, don't get me wrong. I hate when certain news people say, oh, well, they're doing it to themselves. But they are. They some are. people are doing it to themselves. It's like, it, you remember old Austin Powers where the sting and that um little sting presser that, um, Cracks the gravel and stuff going towards the man. And he's like, stop! And then it's going slow. He's like, like, get get out of the way! Get out of the way! No! No. And it just slowly but surely, then all of a sudden, it runs over him. And it's like, you had every Every opportunity opportunity to move. You had everything you could have did. But yet, you could have got a job there. If you were that bro, and you were like, man, I'm about to start robbing somebody. Get a job there. Right. we ain't talking about these the people who rob in these stores are broke. They're fast It's the it's the equivalent to the, the muscular guy you was just telling me about going around bumping shoulders. You doing it because you know nobody's gonna do anything about like no one's gonna like in the immediate moment it's not gonna put you in jail. It's not gonna do you're doing it to get the likes the follows on your Instagram or your social media, you want to show people "Oh, I'm doing this, but what you don't understand is the pictures that you're showing online ain't going to be the pictures you need to be showing here in about a couple of days, a couple of weeks right now, that's yeah. already happening you're going to be trying to tell people why you got to drive 10 miles, 20 miles 30 minutes, an hour just to go get some, some, some food, right? So, stop being... What I'm going to say... i got to say it as blunt as I possibly can. Stop being stupid. And stop being dumb. Stop thinking that there's no repercussions to the actions you take. Stop thinking that everybody owes you. Get out of this for granted attitude. Get out of uh, the, 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 like this idea that it, you need to be a show and a spectacle for everybody. You are not in a zoo. Like... One of the things that I think a lot of young people, a lot of people in general, don't understand. It's been told to you scientifically, uh, philosophically, um, spiritually. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. In the Bible, you read what you sow. In um scientific terms, for every action, there's the an equal and opposite reaction. Um, the karma, all these different things. Like, that's like if you have a neighborhood let's just say a neighborhood gas station that tries to help out the community and stuff, but they keep getting robbed. Yeah. At some point in time they're gonna be like, you know what, this ain't beneficial for right. it. it's 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 not beneficial for me and it's far more beneficial for me to just go uptown, up the street. Yeah. When you start looking at these communities where you losing so much, people that took so much out of the neighborhood it's not because they taking so much out. Everybody ain't out here just to see you do bad. Sometimes the people that is really trying to help are just getting screwed over that bad and they thinking it's an easier opportunity just down the road. Yeah. Mortgage this place out, sell this place, end this lease, do what we got to do and let's just move. Right. It's, it's, it just gets to that point where it's like, like what where you, where you want? like. You either want the good stuff or you don't want the good stuff. It's like, like, I don't know how to, honestly, I don't know how to help people with this one because so many people are, you know, are going to have issues, Protest. well, they're taking jobs out of the community. They're taking this from this. They're uh, like, you got to drive all this places for food, but there's a liquor store and all that stuff. Man, it's crazy. It's like, at some point in time, store? At some point in time, you have to look at it and like, hey, we're gonna leave him alone. Hey, man, let's go find something else to do. Like, maybe we should start honestly looking at ourselves on certain things. And this is true. Like, everybody needs to realize, man, how am I helping mm-hmm. versus how am I hurting? And also, even if you can't, if you ain't mentally there enough to do what he just said, there is there is a place and time for everything. Yeah. Remember when drugs would just be like, no schools, no yeah. kids, you know what I'm saying? And they typically had hours in which they operated because you know, kids are gonna be outside playing at this time, we operate at this time. So that, you know, yeah. we don't sell kids. Now I'm sure Joe Dillon says I'm getting a second. Like you know, he saying? wanted
1: I wanted to give it to him.
0: Right. So what I'm saying is, even if you can't bring yourself to a mental state to where you like, hey, I'm just trying to be a positive force in this world. I I don't want to steal nobody. I'm gonna pay what I owe. I'm gonna do this, that, and the third on principle. I got this right. If you ain't going to be that person, let's just say you are going to be the person who robbed and loot and all that. You have to unfortunately think of the place that you can rob that would be the least effective to the community. Right? Yeah. Like, But they don't want to do that. Like, If you're going to rob the neighborhood, drug dealer, and put your life at risk, I understand, <laughs> you can do that. If you want to rob the liquor store you everybody complain about all these liquor stores in your neighborhood but the liquor store is the only safe haven they got their security at the door and the this down the third right so if you go around the liquor store it's this that's like you're gonna survive right or you know it's, it's a problem like if you're gonna be in that life don't be a coward in that life too you go going to the like I just told you about the the kid going to the block party, shooting at the block party. You went to shoot up people who were vulnerable. You ain't go out there and try to find your equal in these streets. Yeah. You went out to find somebody who couldn't defend themselves. They came here in efforts to have a good time. And then, especially on that block party, is that you want to blame the cops for not being there. But no, it's not a a publicly sanctioned block party. And the only reason the cops were there last year is because you plastered it over the internet. And it was like, well, we need to have somebody down there for crowd control. But this time, nobody really put it up on the internet. It's just in the sun, like, oh, we all know it happens at this time. Cops got other things to do They ain't worried about what you got going on. So, like I said, you went down there, you was looking for victims. People out here going out here looking for victims. That's why when you think about, you know, gang members out in the L.A., I remember this one documentary. This dude said, Granted, not another to turn me had for people who wasn't in the game. Like, he called him chops, right? He was like, You know, he's a chop. He ain't really in this. I ain't really worried about him. Mr. Hustle said, I don't go out looking for the everyday average Joe. I go out for people who look just like me. Like, it's a mentality to go kill myself, but you also look for your equal in these streets and you're trying to eradicate them, right? Yeah. So it's like, even in gang culture, there's some honorable, it's like, The knights are fighting the knights, right? Yeah. So, as much as I hate that that's a thought process and a a way of life, I have to respect it because you out there and you not necessarily trying to downgrade the entire neighborhood. You're just attacking those who you feel is the opposition to. These people out here, you attacking somebody who has no, like I got no skin in the game. Only thing I do is bring food and sustenance to the neighborhood. And you're going to rob me for what I'm bringing. Rob me for my goods. And then have them tell me that I need to keep providing just because. I ain't, I'm not government assistance. I'm not the, I'm not weak. I'm not. I'm a person who came here to do a, a mutually beneficial interaction. I bring goods, you buy goods, I get money to go buy more goods and also better myself. If I can't, if, if, if any link in that chain is broken, any link in that commerce chain is broken, then there's no need for me to be here. I will not continue to put myself, my organization, my business in the line of fire because you wanna, like I said, get your TikTok likes or, or, or get you a free TV like Mm -hmm. so as far as i'm concerned for those who are truly victims the elderly and the people who were really just going and utilizing the supermarket for what the supermarket was the store i feel for you i'm sorry sorry, i hate hate that i really do for those of you who brought this misfortune upon your community following some sharks right? uh if you got something to say i mean Cool bass, this has been another episode of Something For The People. Y'all be easy, hold it down.